two drinks do you have there? Because I've, I've seen you drink two different colored liquids now. Uh, I've got a juice, pink lemonade. Okay. I think. Uh, okay. And I got a, a, a wine. Oh, nice. Very nice. Yeah. Do you, do you kind of like do a sip of each? No. So, ooh, Riesling. Yes, that's where it's at. You guys didn't miss it, but I did the little, did the AOK symbol there. I'll do the chef's kiss now. That's, that is right where it's at. That's the sweet yeah. spot right there. Yeah, I don't know that's too much about at. wines, but I like this one. Me either. <laughs> I, know, I know that sometimes they're too expensive and there's two different colors. And sometimes there's a third color. <laughs> Rosé. <laughs> that's not what we're here to talk about. You Hello and welcome to Coldplay RS. My name is JD. And I'm Nick. And today we're doing, this is so weird to not have my actual microphone. I have my Apple AirPods in instead of my mic because I'm so tired. And I'm just like Once leaning again, back. We're talking about the behind the scenes stuff. <laughs> no, but I'm just like, I'm sitting here leaning back and I'm like, I feel like I'm supposed to be up closer, but the microphone's right here. Um, today is one of, our, one of our classic, one of our most fan requested segments of all time, Fresh Hot Takes. Uh, and, and today we're doing a fresh hot take on the long awaited My Universe uh, Coldplay's new song featuring uh, only the biggest band in the world, BTS. So we're going to talk about My Universe. I, I, I don't know. I, it depends on. I, I've heard a couple people say that and I've gone, yeah. no way. But the more but I, I have hear, no context for it. Right. And so I asked Alexa today, I said, who's the biggest band in the world? And she said, the biggest band in the world is a term often reserved for U2 or Coldplay. And I was like, well, that's funny. Uh, and wow. so, but so I've heard people... this, some symphony with 300 members, no <laughs> Big, biggest band in the world. I just Googled as a 2020 Beatles are at number one, having sold 108. Who's the biggest band in the world right now? Uh, Blackpink is now the world's biggest pop band, but that was in November. That's another K-pop what? group. Okay. Blackpink. They're the biggest band in the world. Here's why BTS is so popular. So that's another article. So, okay. So here's the thing. It's a pretty hard term to pin to somebody. So let's just yeah. say two of the biggest acts in the world coming together. Um, the song came out Friday. It is now Sunday when the little documentary has come out, which we waited to be able to watch that. And, and then, you know, I have that in our discussion. Mm-hmm. So totally, on purpose. Um, As totally on purpose had nothing to do with scheduling and, and just busyness. Mm-hmm. And it had strictly to do with waiting for that to come out. Um, so how about we play a little clip quick, little quick clip. Yeah, just dive and, right um, in. This is, and then we'll just talk about the song or something like that. Yeah, that sounds about right. We'll, we'll figure it out. So there we go. It is, it, I mean, it's interesting because they teased this one a lot um, over oh, the yeah. past few weeks, you know, like little demos, not little demos, little clips here and there, visual, you know, lyric things. Um, this is a weird one because it leaked a while ago. So a bunch of people seem to yes. be talking about it like they know what it yes. is. Right. And I, right. I stayed away from that, but it's weird Same to here. have so many people be like, oh, I hate it. And you're like, it's not even out yet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and what's interesting is that a lot of people were saying like, oh, it might not be the complete version. 
And it turns out for at least from the little I've seen is that it wasn't that like the rap part at the end and a couple of other parts were missing from the, the thing that leaked a few months ago. So that was exactly why I wanted to stay away from it was I yeah. don't want to hear the incomplete track. Uh, and turns out that's exactly what it was. It was the incomplete track. But you're right. I mean, pe- some people have had opinions on it for months now. Yeah. Um, well, I wonder and- how long it takes to manufacture CDs and vinyl prior yeah. to the release date like so that like how much tinkering can they do up until like when it was released la- today? Yeah. today it was just the mp3 right i don't think right. the cd came long- out with their like single cd yeah, was yeah shipped, i don't know i know? i mean all i can speak from is my own experience which is a on a scale of hundreds not anything mm-hmm. more than that and it took like two weeks so like, and you just, you know, you give them the MP3s, all the art and stuff like that. I would yeah. imagine when you're one of the biggest or two of the biggest acts in the world, you could get it done in a week if you wanted to, but you're also talking about a much larger scale. Um, yeah. I don't know. know though. Yeah. Maybe normally, but now, especially here of all the vinyl, like sure. The shortages. Plays. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, well, then head, you think thinking, about oh, it's gotta be in like a month or two and in advance i almost think like the cds probably are easier too it's vinyl that's been such a crap shoot yeah. lately and so you might think like they had to have all the, the tracks ready for the vinyl release even before the singles and cds were ready to go um right. so so but my guess the tracks is they have probably to be locked had in a, place but uh, yeah what, all of us right that's what i'm saying all this wild speculation all this say, <laughs> it doesn't really the, matter the, what we finally heard is the final track yes um and and then we and then there was like i said a little documentary today about 13 minutes about when chris went to south korea assumingly earlier this year maybe late last year at some point yeah and um recorded for a couple of days with with the boys themselves um the little bit of backstory that there seems to be is that some variation of somebody told chris one of chris's people told chris that bts was interested in working with coldplay and chris was like that sounds cool but i don't know how that would work and then later on he just started writing a song for yeah. BTS with one them. of his friends said my universe and he said right. oh, that'd be it's, a cool title it's <laughs> just like a surfer in the water going everglow it's just he just picks up these little phrases here and there which again he's, I do the he's same lying thing, on the but... beach and so walks here someone walking by say my universe and he's just like and that's how <laughs> the song came up. together <laughs> he just said my universe as he walked by and I said I've got an idea and then here it is a year later two years later he's in my um, thinking spot <laughs> sand i've got one little patch of sand down by the water it's almost like it's a little irish there if i do the r's wrong um so yeah he heard the phrase like you said his friend said this phrase my universe um and then he's like i'll write a song about that i guess and you know (laughs) songs about according to them love and being together and you know like no no matter what the um you know he said no matter what the gender or the sexuality or the race or anything just you know being able to come together very, very much cross on borders, brand. Cross, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was cool. yeah, very on brand for Chris, and 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 I think um, him or the band. I mean, the problem is that with the documentary, Chris went over to write to record the vocals, so it yeah. was Chris and BTS. It wasn't Coldplay and BTS. Obviously, the track is Coldplay and BTS because they all recorded their own parts and stuff. But um, thinking right, but the rest about of the it, band did not fly to yes to South Korea, Korea to, to record to, exactly. Um, but it, it is also cool to see two of the biggest bands who speak completely different languages. You know, one of the things I, I, I know very little about BTS going into this, right? I know butter. I know dynamite. Um, I know that don't they're know huge, those. but like, I don't know any of, I don't know them very well. And from yeah. what I've heard is that there's really only one or two of them that speak pretty decent English. 
um, the rest of them are all, you know, they don't, they don't, they speak very broken English. And so to kind of literally come together and, you know, almost like a Tower of Babel sort of thing, like two different languages put into this piece so cohesively to represent that coming together. It's a cool way of not only singing about that, but like showcasing that in a song. So, um, so let's, let's talk about the track itself. Um, what do you think of the song? I think it's pretty good. It's, it's pretty, it's a pop song for sure. (laughs) Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, so like, that's not my usual genre. So I could see it Mm -hmm. being one that maybe fades a little bit with time. Sure. But for now it's, I'm pretty into it. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The translation of some of the verses are like great lyrics. Um, Yeah. All the flares that they do at the beginning with the bass and the guitar, like the riffs and stuff. Yeah. Pretty amazing. Um, Mm -hmm. The revival at the end is pretty fun too. I didn't see that coming. I thought it was like the song was about to be over. And then Mm -hmm. that comes into the, what I learned was the dance break that they put in there. I know. Yeah. Um, But yeah. What do you think? You know, it, it was interesting because when I first listened to it Friday morning, my first thought was like, basically everything that was in Casual. the snippets that we've heard Friday morning, not Thursday. <laughs> Dude, night. you know how I'm not getting into this with you right now. I'm not, I don't have to justify my, my life right now as to why I didn't stay up to midnight to listen to it. You don't okay. have to justify anything. I was making a joke. <laughs> I know, but every, every other listener is going to go, Oh wow. They're not that kind of fan. Like they didn't stay up to listen to it. I am life is busy and twins keep you up. So I went to bed early. Um, and it was my last night being 26. And I'm like, I'm going to be restful for tomorrow. I'm going to be full of energy. <laughs> and so um, anyway, so yeah, I listened to Friday morning. And my first thought was, was like, so basically everything that we've heard in the snippets is the whole song. Like we've heard a little bit of the verses. Yeah. We've heard the chorus. You've heard like in the trailer, you hear the breakdown dance at the end of it. So I was kind of like, okay, like it just feels a little repetitive, but it is, it's good. and from then on so i was like the first listen i was like cool like like you said obviously the pop one i got nothing against it but it just didn't blow me away and then i have listened to it more in the past 48 hours than i did higher power those first 48 hours it has been on like such freaking repeat because like first of all it's obviously not where i thought it was going with how you set that up oh no it was it's so catchy like the the problem Mm -hmm. is that that chorus is just so catchy it's so singable it's so universal, which I know is, you know, something they, they strive for a lot. And so, no, I'm, I, again, like you said, it's the pop song on the album. It is kind of like the equivalent of like the hymn for the weekend of this album or the sky full of stars of this album. Um, but I, I do really enjoy it. I love the, like you said, some of the lyrics that are in Korean. I love the singing just in general, like hearing all yeah. the different BTS voices. And I will say, I absolutely love the ending, the, that little dance section. Um, I love the synth sounds that, that are kind of blaring and yeah. I had really, really wished, you know, if I could have one criticism, which I don't deserve to have one criticism originally was you like, I want one. the song. Okay. Just the one. Okay. Let me think about it to make sure this is the one I want to do then. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, I, I my, my, my secondary criticism is I like not criticism is how he says my universe, which I know it's cause he's singing, but like, it's, he doesn't say universe. He says universe. Like, yeah, but you're not just, allowed to have a second criticism. Uh, that's just, right. I, well, I mean, if, if I were to, if I were to, it would be that, but I'm not allowed to. So that okay. is a, no. Yeah, yeah. So it's just that I love that 
knowing that it's the dance section makes me feel a little bit different about it. But like, it's so good that I almost wanted like the song to start with that and then yeah, go into like the verses cool intro. and then kind of go back into it again at the end. I, I just, I, I, so did you watch the live video today, by the way? No. So, okay. So here's, here's part of the story. Here's, here is the story from my end. Uh, I go to the gym yesterday. I get home and I go to take a shower and my, my sister and her husband live in New York and I get out of the shower and I've got two missed calls from my brother-in-law, John. And I'm like, that's weird. Cause he doesn't normally call me. So I get dressed. I had to go run an errand. So I call him when I get in the car and my sister answers. And I'm like, why are you on his phone? And she goes, so I'm in central park right now, walking Harper, their dog. She's walking Harper. And I hear just higher power playing. And I start singing along as I'm walking. And I'm like, wait a second, why am I hearing this? And then they realize Coldplay are sound checking for the Global Citizen show, like right down in the park. Yeah. And she's like, I can hear it super vividly. And she like was she listened to the whole sound. She's like, you missed it by like two minutes. That's why I called twice because I wanted you to be able to hear the sound check. And I was like, ah, oh, damn it. That would have been so cool to hear that. Um, yeah. So she was like down there when they were sound checking, but they played it that night. Yeah. Um, and you can find the, the videos on YouTube. Like the official video is of that. Um, well, not official. Yeah, music I, I saw a bunch of videos from that set. That, yeah. Is that yeah, what you're I, I take, Yes. Yeah. I take a look at it okay. because at the end of it, Chris picks up the acoustic and they do, they just jam during that section where they're all just playing and like, you know, banging on the drums and playing guitar and shit like that. Um, so it's cool how they translated it live without BTS into just yeah. a cool jam session. But I, I mean, I either want the jam session to go on for like two or three minutes and just fucking jam band it for a little bit. Or, yeah. um, or like, like I said, I still think it would have been cool to start the song with that, with that kind of synthy section and then go into stuff yeah, and come I, back out of it. That could have been cool. But again, that's just like, I, I think having it as a dance section will be cool. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of weird to think about just specifically put in there to be a dance break. Well, that's the thing is like that's that so, whole world of BTS is like, yeah. I don't know that world. And, you know, they talked about and that like, seems like that's why it was based on the documentary, why it was put in. Right. There. Yeah. Because exactly. they were like, oh, exactly. he researched us a lot. He even put a dance break in for us. Well, and, and like one of the things I loved about the little documentary was just both sides, like unabashed love of the other side. Like Chris being so genuinely into BTS, they had all these little gift boxes. He brought them with a bunch of yeah. Coldplay swag. And there's the one part where the one guy's in their vocal booth and he's like, tell him he's doing it. Tell him he's doing an amazing job. Tell him he's doing great. And like, you know, he tells him in the booth and the guy in the booth goes, thank you. For, like, it's yeah. just so like wholesome, the whole thing, you know? Um, one of my favorites, I, again, I don't know any of their names, but at one point, one of them, like later in the documentary said something like, I still love Coldplay songs. I still listen to their songs in the shower and I blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that's just a funny way to say, oh, I love Coldplay. I listen to their songs in the shower. <laughs> like, yeah. I like that. That was the first thing he said about it. I um, love the intro where the guy's like, this is the guy from like, the, oh, that's, that's yeah. that guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's interesting because like, you know, you think a lot about, you, there are so many like, collaborations and music right now mm -hmm. and which is which is really cool but like you wonder how any of them come together right like how did Coldplay and Beyonce do their thing how did Chris and Rihanna do that you know like how did Chris meet Kanye and guest on his track I know I'm just I'm just using Coldplay but like how did yeah. BB and Brandon meet and have her come you know like all of these things um uh and I think like to a degree there has to be a certain level of like manufacturing like this was literally like hey BTS want to do a song with you 
Chris started writing a song for them in BTS. Yeah. But I, I highly doubt that the interactions are as fluid and wholesome as this actually was between BTS and, and Chris, where it was just, yeah. I know I said wholesome or three times now, but camera. or at least it was on camera, right? The second the cameras are like, Chris becomes a huge asshole. He's <laughs> just like yelling at these teenagers. <laughs> no, it was, it was very fun to watch that. And like, then yeah. we're doing the little hay, the hose and haze at the end of it, um, you know, in the, around the group and stuff. And yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think I already appreciated the song a lot. I think it brought another level of appreciation to hear their sides from of it and like the genesis of it. But yeah, there's also something like they've they've their whole mantra, like Coldplay's whole mantra is like peace and love, uh, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. positivity. And they talked yeah. about that, and they've had a lot of songs about that, and they've had yeah. a lot of songs with, especially like mostly everyday life, I guess, but with right. like other languages in it. Yeah, but there was yeah. something cool about this one specifically being that, and then a lot of the verses being in Korean. Exactly, I think added to that a lot about yeah. like crossing board, like coming together across borders and stuff. Right, and exactly. Some of the song is literally like from a language halfway across the world. That like they're cool. showing it, you know, like they're yeah. they are yeah. And I I totally get it. I I, I completely agree. Uh, it was cool to see them do it, and I just think like. You know, there's obviously going to be plenty of people. And to be completely honest, I have not looked at a lot of the um, opinions of the track on Reddit or on, on yeah, uh, Discord. I kind of stuck stayed away from it because I really wanted to um, have I really my own. I want to go in knowing how much negativity yeah. was there before. I didn't really yes, want to dive into exactly. that. I just wanted to exactly. focus on being happy with the track. That's the best way to put it. That's the best way to put it. Yeah. And, um, I, I so because of that, I'm I'm assuming based off of the song that there are gonna be a lot of people, I won't say haters, but like who dislike it, who think it's yeah. too poppy, it's not cold play, which I've always had here's problems the things, with those, those are statements. like the yeah. There will be those people, people. I think it's a minority of Coldplay fans. Yeah. And definitely it's I think it's like mostly Coldplay fans fan like diehard fans who are stuck yeah. on the old stuff that are going to yeah. feel that way because this is going to be a massive track that's going to hit like wider it's gonna audiences huge yes we're not going to feel that way and like you know i understand you not liking the song like that's obviously super valid i think the one thing even if you dislike it that you can't argue with is that it's this whole point that we've just been saying is like this is like the epitome of what Coldplay is trying to do and bts yeah. therefore is trying to do in the world is like bring more positivity, make it a brighter place, make it a more joyous place. And so you can listen to the track and go, yeah, I don't like it because ABC, but I don't think you can fault them for what they're trying to do. You know, it's the same way I feel about something just like this, where I like this one way more than something just like this. And so, you know, so far. Yeah. But, but like, I get why something just like this is cool. I get why people love it so much. And so like, and I get what they were trying to do with it. And so I don't, it's not my favorite song in the world, but I, I get, I appreciate what they're doing. And so right. I feel the same way about this. I, again, I actually like this one quite a bit. It's catchy as hell. It's again, it's the pop song, but I mean, it has a, it ha- the, the percussion especially has a little bit of like adventure of the lifetime vibes yeah. to me, or just kind of like that kind of funky little thing that, you know, like that, um, that Will's doing. Yeah, for um, sure. Yeah. So I don't know. I, 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 I like the song a lot. Um, don't know if I like it more than higher power. Um, yeah, I haven't I really thought about that. Neither have I. That's why that's why I hesitated to even say it because I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. But um, 
I like it a lot. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts on it? Um, I love the inflection on uh, "put you first. That is really fun yeah. to sing along with. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, other than that, have, have you looked into much of the translations? Um, not, yeah, I was too afraid to do that. Um, yeah, that's fine. That's what I'm here for. Have you looked into many of the translations of the Korean verses? I did once. I, I did. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, short versions I did once. Yeah. Couldn't yeah, remember. Because I mean, that's the vast majority of the the lyrical content of the yeah. chorus, right? Right. Right. Yeah. I Some mean, of them could, are pretty good, though. You could make an argument that it's a little bit. It's a little bit repetitive. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, it's a pop song. Like that's yeah, it's a pop song. Um, I will say, I one of the things that I love. It goes into the chorus that we were made of each other, baby, and then you you are my universe. Like I like that line though. We were made of each other um, yeah. instead of for each other. I just something that, again. It's such a simple thing, but um, I really like that line. We were made of each other, baby. You you are so. I always like that too. Um, yeah, that's so, a good one. Yeah uh anything else you're thinking of no i don't think so you uh i have a Doesn't couple sound things. like it <laughs> a couple of things not about this particular track at the global citizen fest yesterday yes that's, um yeah. billy and phineas fucking singing fix you with coldplay yeah that like, was pretty cool yeah man yeah it was pretty cool <laughs> yeah i mean i i saw it and i was like it didn't surprise me all that much because right. of the last iHeartRadio festival. He like they were, I think it on was the same the same, bill. same bill. So yeah. like he had that like oh we'll give it up for them like because they were before, right? And so that but it is it's just weird to think of those groups together. You're like that's not yeah yeah I know well because but it's it, that thing it of cool. like it was great. I've been so I've been so into both of them this year like. Mm-hmm. So into uh, happier than ever. Uh, l- re- listening to a lot of Phineas's stuff. He's got a new album coming out on the same day as Music of the Spheres. So listening to that a lot. I feel like Phineas and I have the same sort of hair going on right now. So like that's always comforting. Is that it's like this kind of fluffy, long uh-huh. kind of pulls over thing. So that's always just something you got in common. And so you anyway. So you so much Coldplay and so much Billy, and then you put it on stage together. It's just it's just kind of surreal, and not like in a huge like I'm melting way, but just like you don't expect to see that. Um, yeah. It's the same for me as like uh, 2010, I believe it was. We went, I don't know if we talked about this, but um, Coldplay, The Killers and Bono did all these things that I've done together, which like, holy shit, Ooh. that is a coming together of all of my worlds. Coldplay, The Killers, and then uh, not all of you two, but, but Bono. Himself. Yeah, I don't remember that. That um, sounds really sweet. There's like really, really crappy footage online um okay. like i mean it wasn't like recorded that well as all iphone stuff it, i think like coldplay and the killers were both playing like a little charity show for the war child and okay. then bono was there and they all came out and did all you know all these things that i've done together which just the idea of coldplay the killers and u2 in one place is just mind-blowing to me um so uh the last thing i wanted to talk about uh was what we were facetiming about the other night that i was having a little conniption about uh power or people of the pride so at the show at the Apollo in New York earlier this before week, you transition to this though. No, I already transitioned. You can't say no. before you transition after I transitioned. Do you want to transition back to something else? No, nope, not anymore. Okay, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go I was, ahead. No, I was go going ahead. back to the show. Yeah. Uh Human Heart. Did you what listen to that it? one? I have not yet. No. From okay. from Global Citizen specifically? Yeah. No, not from that one. I did not. 
I, I honestly from... didn't feel like it was much different, but the interesting thing was that it was with uh, the guy from Cry, Cry, Cry. Oh, Jacob Collier? Yeah. Oh, cool. He was there, and I listened to it because I was like, oh, that's awesome. And then I was like, I don't even know if I noticed him. <laughs> so <laughs> He was just kind of there. In so the I back. wanted to get your take on it, but I guess, yeah. No, I haven't listened. No, you're not going to. Sorry. Just, I don't know. Um, Perfect. I will say what's been interesting is the sets that they've been playing in general at all these little one-off shows. Um, it's interesting what they have and haven't been playing. Like they've been playing higher power and uh, um, my universe at the past mm-hmm. few for sure. Um, but like they're playing Viva, Fix You, Clocks pretty frequently. But then they've got like Yellow they'll play here, then the Scientists they'll play there. Sky Full of Stars sometimes, Color of Tura sometimes. Like it's 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 interesting because they're small enough sets. Where like at the Apollo the other night, it was a thirteen song set which is like pretty short. And yeah. so they played paradise, which they hadn't been playing much paradise before that. Um, but again, they're not playing full show. So it'd be interesting to see what a full show looks like when their For tour the hits. Tour. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cause they've been playing nothing off of everyday life, which we kind of addressed a little bit. Um, but you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff missing. So, but yeah, let's talk about um, people of the pride, which they debuted at um, uh, the Apollo in New York earlier this week. Yeah. I was losing my shit so excited because it was the rock song from the album. So I remember, the, you know, if you listen to the album trailer, it was like a like, like a pretty yeah, heavy we were rock like, song. Oh, that kind of sounds like Muse. Yeah, exactly. It, it, sounded, it sounded like Muse to, to us. And uh, they played it. And again, heavy rock song. But they started singing the lyrics. Chris starts singing the lyrics. And he starts going, there's a man who swears he's God, um, but I'm pretty sure he's not. There's a man who walks around like he owns the fucking... And I'm like, those are the man who swears he's God lyrics, which we talked about on the Viva episode that there are these demos that leaked in like 2009 of Chris kind of like just recording some stuff in the studio on piano um, Mm. for maybe like, you know, one of the, one of them was lovers in Japan. And one of them songs was called the man who swears he's God. And those lyrics, they had been changed a little bit. Like there was like, um, uh, they, they, I think in the original, in the demo, it goes, a man who gets his time from the hands of a cuckoo clock. And then in the song now it's in the gets his time from the hands of a homemade clock. So like little things like that, but it was just okay. so weird to um, hear a brand new song and know where it was going, like know what the next line was because he was oh, sure. repurposing lyrics from literally 11 years ago. Um, so I, I really liked that. So uh, again, not like great footage of it. Um, yeah. Uh, but one quote, I don't know if you saw this, that Chris alleged, I must've said it at the show. He said about that song, thank you for picking up on the fact people of the pride is a big, angry gay metal anthem, which like, yeah, totally for it, man. All about okay, it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, anyway, so I, I was, uh, I, that just made me really excited because it's interesting to listen to that clip. Mm-hmm. And then think that that's on the same album as my universe or on the same album as, as yeah. higher power. So yeah, I'm yeah, excited. Musically for sure. Thematically, it feels like it fits with what they're trying to say. Oh, hundred percent. It totally fits thematically. Yeah. It's, it's right on par with it, but, but um, yeah. I don't know. It's a, it's, it was I'm a good week for Coldplay to hear the studio version. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I'm I, I, the studio version should be interesting. And then like the full structure of the song too, because yeah. you know, you only hear these little segments. Um, I, we talked about, we recorded our everyday life episode last week, and I think we talked about it a little bit then. So it's going to come out of order, but like, you know, Chris has said a couple more things alluding to him feeling depressed or being a little bit down, which has been yeah. kind of interesting um, and a bummer, obviously. So obviously just, 
it's that whole thing of like it's not at any of our place to know anything but at the same time you do care about the guy so you care about him and him publicly saying stuff makes you curious but that doesn't yes. mean you have a right to have all the information yeah and well that's the whole it's it's a it's akin to like someone on facebook going like i can't do this anymore and someone's like what's going on and you're like i can't talk about it or i don't want to talk about yeah. it like it's a little akin to that but it's not one for one obviously but um but no, like you, you, you made the point when we were texting the other night about the fix you performance, where he yeah. was talking about highs and lows that like he made his little statement about highs and lows and then looked like he was going to start the song and then went back to specifically say, I've been in a bit of a low right now, but I'm going to, you know, do, keep pushing, do my best. So he like made a point of saying that, yeah. um, which is interesting, but, but I don't know, you know, again, it could be personal stuff. It could be um there is i believe one of their tour managers or tour coordinators passed away recently um it could be that uh, it could be just everything you know <laughs> like it's everything there's so. a lot going on right now still yeah, just a bit just a bit so well anyway so let's we'll wrap it for now we won't have a long episode this time it's a fresh hot take guys let's just relax a little bit okay yeah this um, could be our shortest fresh hot take ever I, I i believe it will be uh which i'm okay with for tonight because i have to edit it now and pop it up onto the drive tomorrow for tomorrow. So, um, yeah, let us know, you know, when we post this, um, ch- let us know anywhere on Reddit, Facebook, email. What do you think of this song? Because I, as we've always said, um, we're super interested as to what you guys think about this. It's why we love do, you know, having the conversation, hearing your feedback. Um, what do you think of the song? What do you think of the snippets of power or people of the pride? or um, this versus higher, you know, any of the stuff. And then other reminder quick, uh, we didn't mention this on Everyday Life, but just kind of like a very vague schedule for what we're looking at moving forward for the rest of our Coldplay episodes. Um, After Everyday Life comes out, the next one will be a, uh, um, well, the next next one won't be Higher Power, will it? Or won't be be Music Music Spheres. Jeez, fuck. You're right. All right, well, never mind. It feels like a long time because we usually record two weeks in advance. And so yeah. we'll have to be saving that till the weekend of. Yeah, you're so right. Damn it. It's going to be, yeah. So next is will be Music of the Steers. And then we'll be doing a B-Sides uh, uh, episode, which we'll talk more about there. And then we'll be doing a Rankings and Unpopular Opinions episode. So, nope. um, okay. So why don't you try it then? Because I'm so, messing this up. So next next is Music of the Spheres. It's, coming, it's yep. right up on us. So next mm-hmm. episode is going to be music. Well, after our everyday life. Everyday life. Is. Yep. Music of the Music spheres. spheres. Then after that, we'll have our B sides and rarities episode where we will yeah. also have our rankings. Okay. And then after that, we'll have an episode where we're going to touch on the uh, documentary. Got and, it. Uh, I knew have we, some unpopular opinions. I knew we had split them up somehow. I was getting mm-hmm. the split mixed up. That's on me. I apologize. Okay. On that note, I've got it written Nick's, down. Nick's the calendar guy. He's got everything up there and everything written down. Um, thank you guys, as always, for listening. Coldplayerus at gmail.com, Coldplayerus on Facebook. One. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Um, uh, JD Walby on Instagram and Twitter. Um, find Nick us at nowhere. Nick at nowhere.com. Um, yep. Nick at underscore nowhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> all the places. So thank you guys. Have a good time. Uh, have a good everyday life. Bye. Yeah, see you next week. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we will. See you next week. Never ending forever.